Live from the betting capital of the world. Vegas, baby, Vegas! It's Wager Talk with Teddy Covers and Ralph Michaels. It's a football Friday here in Las Vegas. Welcome to Wager Talk here on the Sports Grid TV Network. This is your Sports Central for betters. My name is Ted Savransky. They call me Teddy Covers at Teddy underscore covers on Twitter. Joined, as always, by my co-host and good friend Ralph Michaels at Cal Sports LV on Twitter. And we have a loaded show today. Dave Sharapin from CG Technology, the sports books, joining us later in the show. We're going to break down all four NFL playoff games. We're going to talk college bowls. We're going to talk NBA. And yeah, we'll even talk some college hoops. Your Sports Central for Gamblers starts right now. We begin like we like to do on every show. A little recap of what happened last night from a betting standpoint. We call it BBBBBB. Bad beats, bad bets, and bad for the books. And if you had Indiana on the money line yesterday, okay, you had a plus the points. You were fine. You had them on the money line. Oh, that was brutal. The recovered onside kick, the missed late field goal. Hoosiers find a way to lose straight up, even though they cover basically wire to wire. Yeah, I think the ramifications are big for the school. You know, the Hoosiers losing a bowl game like they did in Tennessee, finishing the season with five straight wins. So, you know, we talk about the gambling perspective, but this, but I think I think it's a huge boost for the volunteers moving into next year, knowing you could start the season like you did and then finishing it the way they did with that win. Let me ask you this, Ralph, because next year in all the preseason guides, every one of them is going to talk about, well, this team won their bowl games, so they have positive momentum. This team won their bowl game, and they have positive momentum. Do you think that anything that happens in December or January of this year has a legitimate impact on what happened to the offseason next year? Certainly anything positive when you talk about, oh, they won a bowl game, so therefore their offseason is going to be better? Do you buy that argument? Because I, I, from a from a does well, it smell right standpoint, doesn't smell right to me. I don't think that makes any sense. Well, I've talked about it before, Teddy. I think it is a big psychological advantage for those six and six teams to win their bowl game and have a winning season. Yes, I think there is something those teams take over. When you have a losing season, there there's a different mentality than having a winning season and finishing on a high note. You know, those nine or ten win teams, I agree with you. I don't think it makes one iota of a difference. But again, I do think for those six and six teams that have been losing teams, number one, one, you have to remember, you get 15 extra bowl practices, and that's why teams sometimes are successful and dominate a conference from those lower conferences from the group of five because they get those extra bowl practices, and that helps them practice some young kids. But definitely, I, I think six and six teams, huge boost having a winning season. And that's uh, that is such an excellent point, Ralph, because the nuance doesn't get shared in any of the mainstream uh, any of the mainstream stuff. You talk about the difference between a six and six team that wins their bowl game versus a nine or ten win team that wins their bowl game. There could be some legit momentum for the six and six squad heading into the offseason. A team like the Tennessee Volunteers. All that said, tough beat if you had Indiana uh, on the money line, even though they cashed plus the points. There weren't many Boston College backers yesterday. 
And those that were wish the game got rained out. Of course, BC had their bowl game last year canceled due to weather issues. And yesterday's game had a one-hour rain delay. BC didn't come back after the rain delay. Cincinnati and under, pretty easy in that one. You know, I think the advantage goes to the team there that has the stable coaching staff. Fickle's been there. Fickle's going to be back. BC had an interim. You know, when you're a head coach and you've been with these players, you know how to keep them motivated for the hour and get them refocused. I'm not so sure the BC side knew exactly what to do in those roles. So, you know, I don't have any numbers to say, yeah, whenever there's a rain delay, the experienced coach comes out. There's only been a few rain delays or delays in bowls. But I do think that the stability of the coaching staff did have something to do with the way Cincinnati got out to a 17-0 halftime lead. Sure, Fickle's bet on all the way. He showed it again in yesterday's bowl game. Let's talk a little NBA from last night, and this is another one of those what just happened dealios. There are a couple of those in the association. The Cavs, double-digit, double-digit, Cleveland can't be laying. They blow the lead, then they blow the game, and even had a couple of shots late (laughs) to uh, get it under the number. Couldn't do that. Now, 0-4 straight up as chalk. There are some teams you just can't lay points with. Cleveland Cavaliers looking like one of those teams. You know, Teddy, when I read your notes, I wanted to go to the database. So I looked up uh, teams with a win percentage of under 35% from game 15 on. So you had to have a decent number of games. I went back through 2016, so we have the last four years. No information, but sometimes sharing something I look up helps people to know what the real answer was. Against the spread, 50.3% when you are a win percentage under 35 and you are a favorite from at least game 16 on. So uh, it's, it's it's important to do the database stuff even when it doesn't show what you hoped it would show. They give you something, oh, it's a clear bet on or a clear bet against. The data does not lie. And when it does lie, well, hey, that's what we look for. The money was spot on last night when it came to the UCLA Bruins. We talked about here on the show in line movers. Sharp money poured in on UCLA, and they were the better team against the Huskies last night. I was impressed with UCLA's defense, and they finally hit some three-pointers. It averaged only five a game. They hit 10 against the Huskies last night. It made all the difference. UCLA pulls off the outright upset. Yeah, I'm interested to watch this, Teddy. I recorded it. I didn't watch it last night. Uh, you know, uh, McCronin, he is going to toughen this team up, no question. He came over from Cincinnati. They were a loose, high-scoring, fast-paced team. They completely changed tempo, and he, he's proven they do have some toughness. So uh, an upmark for me for the Bruins. Yeah, yeah. That was the last night's game. I watched it wire to wire. That was a big buy sign on UCLA. Uh, especially when you talk about catching points on the road. They showed toughness last night. They took punches and punched back. Team, you talked about yesterday didn't take many punches. That was Texas Arlington. Said, what's this four or five win team being doing his road chalk against a 10 win team? Ralph told us why. Arlington, wire to wire job. Blowout win. Nice call, Ralph. Yeah, there's another one today. Oakland and Wright State. One's played a very difficult schedule. One's played a very weak schedule. So we have that same dynamic today. We'll see what happens in that Horizon League game. Line movers coming up next. Stay on the grid.
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Talk's only been around for a couple of months. You started at the beginning of football season. We'd like to be here for a long, long time, but we need your help. Flat out. We need follows. We need likes. We need retweets. We need to let the powers that be know that people are watching this show and like this show. So please give us a follow on YouTube at SportsGrid Network. That's all fantasy and sports wagering all the time. Again, YouTube at SportsGrid Network. And on Instagram, give us a follow at SportsGridTV. We appreciate it, and thank you. Let's talk live, movers. Where's the money going in early betting action today, and why is it going there? And I wanted to start, Ralph, with a huge line mover today in a game that kicks off in less than 20 minutes. I know many of you already may have a wager on this game. If you don't, stay tuned for a couple of minutes. Maybe you will. Ralph's going to talk about why. The money is pouring in on Ohio U, and I'm going to talk about why all that money's on the wrong side. But let's start with you, Ralph. You know why the money's pouring in on the Bobcats right now? Because this line's up to 10 from a number that opened we, six and a half, and a lot of money coming in on game day. We talked about it yesterday, Teddy. You know, Nevada was off that game against UNLV. They have three defensive starters suspended, 
and they have a defensive starter suspended for the first half. I just think it took the market this long to get caught up because who was interested in Ohio against Nevada when New Year's Eve games or New Year's Day games were being played? Nobody. The market didn't make that adjustment until game day when all of a sudden the public money started coming in, seeing all the suspensions for the Wolfpack, and then betting on Ohio team, which is absolutely dominated in their last two bowl games. Yeah, they sure have. And, of course, the rumors I'm hearing is that this may be Frank Solich's last game for Ohio and that uh, they want to win one for the coach. Uh, of course, Solich has been there. He's been there 15 years already. Who'd have thunk it? You know, or close to it. I think this is a 14th or 15th season. Uh, but the rumor is that Ohio is going to try to win one for the coach. And Nevada, I mean, they had some ugly road losses. They lost your road games by 26 or more. I mean, they had a 77-3 at uh, Oregon and 54-3 at Wyoming, at uh, Hawaii, and then a bad loss at Wyoming and a bad loss against Utah State. But all of those teams, Ralph, had one thing in common. They were all good defensive teams. They all had strong defensive lines. And Nevada could not move the football against those squads. By the end of the year, they were hanging tough with the defensive teams. In fact, they were beating them. They knocked off San Diego State in San Diego. They knocked off Fresno at Fresno, both times double digit dogs down the stretch. I think the Wolfpack are live in this one. I've got Nevada in my pocket. I've got a little bit of money line in my pocket as well for what it's worth. Not being said, that being said, nothing but Ohio money showing before kickoff. The sharp books are all at Ohio minus 10. So they think there is one of these win one for the Gipper going, even though the Bobcats are playing essentially a meaningless bowl game 2,000 miles from home in Boise, Idaho. Okay, you guys bet Idaho minus 10, or uh, Ohio minus 10. I like the dog in this one. Let's talk a little NBA line mover. This one, uh, Bradley Beal for the Wizards. He's their most important player. Beal's been a star this year. He's uh, absolutely an all-star. Um, of course, he's all offense and not much defense. He's very questionable tonight. It does not look like he's going to play. At least the betting markets don't think so. What does that mean? That means we're seeing a Blazers team in the midst of a five-game losing streak now bet up to six and a half on the road. And it means the under is taking money without Beal's offense. The Wizards, not likely to reach 120 or 130 the way they often do with him in the lineup. Well, again, I understand the line move, but I don't agree with it, really. You're looking at a Trailblazers team, 3-11 and against the spread their last 14 road games. And in that span, they only won one road game by this margin, by over six points. That road game was when they handled the Bulls back on November 25th. So in 14 road games, you've beaten one opponent by six or more. I'm not going to lay it. Yeah, me neither. Uh, both Lillard and McCollum coming off poor shooting games. One would think they should be able to find better looks against a Wizards team that's not playing a whole lot of defense. All that said, this price is too high for this better. So, Initially, the money came on the Houston Rockets today. Now it's come back on Philly. There were concerns about uh, Embiid uh, playing for the Sixers. He is upgraded to probable and expected to go tonight. But when you read the quotes out of the Philadelphia Papers, this team, the chemistry appears to be lacking. I'm concerned about the Sixers right now. And I'm a little bit surprised, even with Embiid back, that we're seeing Philly money with Eric Gordon back healthy and contributing for Houston on a nightly basis. Well, the Sixers have been a dog seven times this year, Teddy. 
They've gone uh, one and six, excuse me, two and five straight up in that role. And they've gone five and two against the spread. But, you know, their last game was a Pacers game, which they looked ugly and ended up losing by 18 points. So um, to me, I agree with you that the buy sign's not on on Philly. Yeah, I mean, it's a Sixers team that in general, we're like, we want Philly in a step up in class game. We want Philly in meaningful games. They tend to get bored against lesser foes. You read some of those quotes, and it's all veiled. It's all read between the lines. But I wonder how well their three superstars, you know, whether it's Embiid and Harris and Simmons have all gotten paid. I wonder how well those three guys are getting along with the rest of the team. There might be issues in Philadelphia bigger than the media is giving us right now. I've got my concerns about the Sixers. Tonight's game, one of those games, maybe we'll find that out. I like Houston minus the spot. We have Kemba Walker out, Trey Young in. That means, real simple, Hawks money showing at Boston. Celtics still doubling the chalk here. But Atlanta, with Young expected back in the lineup, well, the markets are saying he's worth something, especially in a game where Boston's own starting point guard isn't expected to suit up. You know, the Celtics have proven to me they've been a good favorite. They've gone 9-2 and two against the spread in the favorites role. One of those covers, they only failed to cover by one points against the Cavaliers, and the only game they failed to cover by multiple points was the game that they uh, lost to the Raptors outright. So, you know, Celtics have enough weapons for me, and I, I'm not one just to buy in on the, the one game in and, and Trey being in. Uh, I would still back the Celtics. Yeah, Boston to me right now is absolutely a one-way team, although double-digit chalk is not the role uh, that I prefer to back the Celtics in. Let's talk some college hoops line moves. These are big line moves, Ralph, two of them in the Big Ten, one for the favorite, one for the dog. Rutgers was minus one last night, then it was minus three and a half, got fed up. I woke up this morning laying six at Nebraska. Nobody wants the Cornhuskers. And on the other end of the spectrum, Ohio State, Went to sleep last night. They're laying 10, 10 and a half. Wake up this morning. They're down to seven. Badgers money and Scarlet Knights money in Big Ten action. Disagree with the Rutgers money. You're taking a team that's 0-2 straight up on the road. And, yes, they win at home. But I'll tell you what, they have a strong home court with a rack. I totally agree with the Wisconsin money. You have an elite defense that's played a very tough schedule, that's playing an opponent. And, oh, yeah, by the way, uh, Kyle Young, the power forward for Ohio State, had an apodectomy after the West Virginia game, so OSU down a starter. Yeah, and I mean, Ohio State is a team I want my money on in general. I'm not convinced I want them in this spot against a Wisconsin team that's played much better over the last couple of weeks than they were playing back in November. One more line move in college hoops to talk about. That's a little bit of Seton Hall money. Georgetown's played better basketball. Always look pretty good at times. But the Pirates bet up from five, seeing even as high as minus seven now at some leading indicator books. Patrick Ewan deserves a great deal of credit. He jettisoned a couple players that were problems back in the beginning of December, including their starting point guard. They have Mac McClung was injured last game. They only scored 60 against Providence. They absolutely need Mac McClung. If you're tuning into this game and McClung is not playing tonight, my money's on Seton Hall. Sure, and that's one of those injuries, again, uh, especially in college hoops. The injuries don't always get the play that they should. 
And especially when you're talking about, okay, team's leading scorer gets hurt, the markets pay attention. The rebounder gets hurt, the markets pay attention. Uh, point guard gets hurt, the markets pay attention. But when you're talking about role players in college hoops that matter, the markets can snooze on them for weeks. Something to pay attention to. Yeah, we've got four NFL playoff games to break down. You better stay tuned. We're about to do it when Wager Talk continues. Stay on the grid. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where viewers of this show can get a deposit bonus of up to $500. Here's how it works. One, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account. Two, make a deposit. Three, place your first bet. And DraftKings will match it with a 50% bonus up to $500. This offer is eligible for all users. Plus, new users will get a risk-free bet of up to 200 bucks. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. Again, that's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only, eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Ralph, we have four NFL playoff games going this weekend. We got to break them all down. But before we do, what kind of a wild card angle do you have from that fancy database of yours? What do you have for our viewers that 
might pique their interest. Well, Teddy, I, I think you might agree with me. We're going to talk about the sides and the totals. One, a very good record I don't think we should pay attention to, and one, a very good record I think we should. First off, if you look at the wild card round in the last two years, did you know the road team has gone 7-0-1? While that's impressive, to me that's an anomaly because the last four years they've gone 6-9-1. And if you look back at the last six years, it's actually a winning record. But again, to note, 7-0-1 for the wild card road teams the last two years. Over-unders, though, I think that's much more important. Going back the last nine years in wildcard rounds, the over-unders have gone 12 and 24. So 24 unders, 12 overs, a 67% play to the over. And then when I break it down year by year, it's only it's almost the exact percentage. In the last four years, we've had five overs and 11 unders. So, so often in the playoffs, I think there's a little more of a conservative nature Vegas is taking year-to-date stats. Vegas knows we talked to John Murray. It, the playoff games are slanted because the public wants the over. The Vegas the, the lines are slanted when the games are being played. Between those sides and totals, do you agree with me, Teddy, that this, the, the totals part of it is a number you might pay more attention to? Absolutely. You know, because the size, the sample size isn't strong enough. You know, the size the last two years, the road team has done great. But when you take that back another five years, it doesn't mean anything. Whereas when you talk about these unders in the posting, and again, you're dealing with weather conditions in January that you don't necessarily deal with for at least the first three months uh, of the season. And frankly, it wasn't a particularly cold or nasty December. So you often have weather conditions impacting totals in these games as well. Although for this weekend, the weather forecasts don't look that bad. And it's not going to be any issue for the first game in Houston, where the Texans minus two and a half totals been bet up. And then bet back down. It was 44 and a half last night off an opener of 41. So lots of over money came in early on this one. Now we're seeing a little bit of under buyback. The total down to 43 and a half. And this line opened Houston three, got bet to two and a half. And it's been sitting at two and a half all week. Some books have juice on it. Other books don't. But they're clearly getting two-way action at the two and a half number that they weren't getting at the three. Texans. They faced a much tougher schedule than Buffalo, and they're 8-3 and three against teams that finished the season 500 or better. It's a better record and a better winning percentage than the Bills had in those games. But the Texans also have that negative history working against them where they've been in this round and they've lost at home twice in this round in recent seasons. And they don't have the better of the two defenses. So uh, markets often get interested in defensive-minded underdogs. Bills and the Texans, that's the lid lifter for the NFL playoffs in 2020. What do you got for us, Ralph? Well, you know, I I am going to sound like a broken record, Teddy. And even before I pulled that data for the unders in the wild card rounds, my initial instinct for all four games was under, 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 under. You know, we know Buffalo with Josh Allen isn't going to put him in a precarious situation. We know that the Bills are 9-1-1 and on the road their last 11 plays because defense does travel. We know that the Bills have the number two offense against points per game and the number, th- excuse me, number two defense and number three defense in yards per game and points per game allowed. 
And I think Houston's in the same mode where they want to play the mistake-free game. I look for both teams to run the ball. And I think, you know, the total at 44, you know, 43 and a half, there's some 44s out there. I do lean with the under in that opening game. Let's talk the nightcap on Saturday where the Patriots will face off in Foxborough against the Titans. And right now, I mean, let's call it New England five, total 44 and a half. Um, there's one question to ask here, and it really is, uh, in my mind, there's only one question. And that is, do we see the Patriots from recent seasons in the postseason? Or do we see the Patriots from the same team that we saw in December that was mediocre at best? New England can flip a switch and turn something on against a Tennessee team that hasn't played in games like this, hasn't been in environments like this, Tannehill's no proven playoff veteran, et cetera, et cetera. The Patriots have a switch they can flip. They're going to control this game. All that said, the Patriots look like they've looked for the better part of the last month and a half where the good teams are taking it to New England and being the better of the two teams when they face the Patriots. Um, Brady not looking right. The defense not looking right. We see that Patriots team, they will go home on Saturday night. Patriots, 544.5 against the Titans. First wild card game, Teddy, since 2009. So we have a decade that they have yet to play in a wild card game. So something new. And they were playing, they were playing for the break. I mean, their starters weren't against Miami. They were trying to win that game. Now, here's my concern. You talked about Brady in the last 11 games. One quarterback rating of 97 or higher, that's not going to get it done. You talk about Tennessee with the leading rusher to be able to control the ground game, that's exactly what you want. We talked about Tennessee being a dynamic offense with the quarterback change. Well, they have been back. So, you know, I look at it, and on paper, I completely understand people backing Tennessee. But I look at Belichick and Brady at home. Look at what their record is, and to me, they're going to have to prove to me that they have fallen to the depths of not being able to beat Tennessee at home in a wild card round before I back them. And again, I do lean in the under in this game. Uh, We know New England's offense is pedestrian. We know Tennessee is going to run the leading NFL rusher in Henry. And we know Belichick's defense knows how to prep for, you know, for quarterbacks playing in a unique situation. So no opinion on the side for me will not bet against Belichick until proven wrong in a playoff setting and do lean with the under. Teddy, you know, let's talk let's talk about the Sunday games now and you know the AFC playing on Saturday, the NFC playing on Sunday this week. You know, and one thought that comes to my head is New Orleans Saints are laying seven and a half and forty nine and a half. We all remember back two years ago in Minnesota that last second pass play which they lost. We all remember last year the play coming down to a pass interference penalty and the Saints lost. I think if Sean Payton has any opportunity in the third quarter to absolutely extend this lead, he's going to keep his foot on the gas. He doesn't want it to be a one-score game going into the fourth quarter for something to have for a third time. Minnesota, can they handle the road roll? We know they're good at home. We know Mike Zimmer's an elite coach and on the road's a different situation. Saints, seven and a half, 49 and a half. 
So of the four playoff games this weekend, this is the one that I have absolutely, I'm not even close to making a bet on. All right, not even close. I'm not willing to step in. I mean, Zimmer's been a good dog. We talk about the, 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 his track record at home, which has been phenomenal. He's also been a good underdog coach. When you look at Zimmer plus points, that's been a positive expectation wager. Dalvin Cook back in the lineup this week. Adam Thielen back in the lineup now. Kirk Cousins, that put us, but he put up monster numbers this year. He really has. Uh, I was, you know, when I started doing my work in the game, I'm like, Breeze versus Cousins, no brainer. And then I'm like, looking week after week, Cousins, big numbers, no mistakes, big numbers, no mistakes. Um, with a healthy receiving core. I mean, there's a lot of points you can make here, including the fact that we've seen Minnesota hang tough and beat New Orleans in the playoffs. And admittedly, it came in a miracle play, but it wasn't like the Saints were about to cover seven and a half in that game prior to the miracle play. Okay. Uh, so, it feels a notch or two too high. And yet at the same time, <laughs> I'm like, this Saints team's been an undervalued commodity all year. Minnesota's shown defensive weaknesses down the stretch. Their secondary is spotty and concerns me. Their pass rush hasn't been there. And you're talking about who do I trust in a game of this magnitude? I trust Breeze more than Cousins. So hard game. Really is. Side and total. I'm not even close to getting involved in that one. Any quick system, when a team loses a non-division opponent, so you're not playing them twice a year, you're playing a random guy, when you lose in the regular season and you play them again in the playoffs, going back all the way to 2001, you have covered 59.1% of the time in the playoffs. That's the situation the Eagles are in. Seahawks are road favorite, minus one and a half, 45 and a half. Well, I mean, I know I can't lay a price with Seattle on the road. They're the first team in NFL history to lose their last two regular season games and then be road chalk in the opening round of the playoffs. Um, they're not coming in any good form. Seattle has injuries all over the place on the defensive side of the football. Their running game is in existence. And, oh, by the way, the Eagles have momentum, and the Eagles' defense is playing out of their minds right now. So it's a situation for me. I think Philly and under absolutely correlated in that game. If I'm going to get involved... It'd be a play and a parlay with Philly and the under. Eagles aren't going to hang if Seattle's getting the 30s in this game. But Philly can win if it's a low-scoring game. That Eagles defense has been much better at home than on the road. And that's the way it would look when these teams play on Sunday. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. 
With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Welcome back to Wager Talk here on the Sports Grid TV Network. And this is one of my favorite segments of the entire week. We save it for our final long segment on Friday because he's so good. And we know you guys are excited to hear what's going on on the other side of the counter. That, of course, is Dave Sharapin, the risk analyst, one of the head odds makers at the CG Sportsbooks here in Las Vegas. You can find him on Twitter at Sportsbook Conciliary. Uh, there's a little bit of abbreviation in that, but at Sportsbook, uh, Sports BK Consig on Twitter. Let's welcome to the show, Dave Sheriffin. How are you? Happy New Year. How was your holiday? Hey, guys. Happy New Year. Glad to be here. It was good. It was a uh, little low-key, which, you know, as you know, when you get a little bit older, you leave it for the young guys and girls to go out and do their thing. And... Uh, you know, there's still bowl games on New Year's. It's not what it used to be, but you still got to come in and do the job and make sure you're in the right state of mind to do it. So low-key New Year's, but, you know, ready for some playoff football for sure. Yeah, exactly. I, I find I'm not making it to midnight anymore, Dave, and that's kind of embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> although I don't make it to midnight on most regular nights either. Uh, but at least we're up bright and early on New Year's morning uh, for uh, those they were exciting bowl games. I'll give it that. Um, let's get into it because we need to know where the money is flowing and how much money is flowing for a bunch of playoff games and a bunch of bowl games. So Ralph and I are going to just start firing at you and give us the info that you have. And we'll start with the lid lifter, the playoff opener, the Texans and the Bills. I know the early money came on Houston. What's come since? Oh, sorry, the early money came on Buffalo. What's come since? I was going to say, Teddy, if you know of uh, some Houston money that came in, it didn't come in here. I can tell you that. Uh, we've taken a uh, sizable wager on Buffalo plus the two and a half. And uh, now just kind of bouncing the money right now because, you know, going to that three is just a game changer. Uh, you know which side you're going to get. It's just one of these games right now where they're going to lay two and a half or they're going to take three. So right now, um, we're heavy on Buffalo. I don't anticipate us going back to three unless we get that, you know, limit wager to come in on the Texans. So, and right now the bet this game over. Um, we're up to 44 and continuing to see plays on the over there. So nothing major yet, but one kind of respected play um, on the 
under there is leaving us at 44. The second game on Saturday is Tennessee playing the New England Patriots. And you can say the Patriots are on sale to have a home playoff game and, and a line of five. I think you guys are five and a half, so you're a little higher than most of the market. Tell us about the action so far, and tell us if you think that the public will get New England even up to five and a half or six come Saturday near game time. Hey, Ralph. Uh, this one is very interesting because the tickets are almost dead even with us on the game, but the uh, the sizable wagers, not quite limit plays, but you know we were at four. So um, laid four and a half and laid five with us. So we're a little heavy um, money-wise on the New England side, but the tickets are surprising. I mean, like it's drawing two-way action, which for now is okay. I think it's going to creep up again. I wouldn't be surprised to see it touch six, but it feels like the public's on the Titans and this may be one of those pros versus Joes games that we talk about all season where the wise guys, the sharp guys are laying the, the points or the money line with New England, and the public just wants to see the New England thing end sooner than later and are taking the Titans. <laughs> so for Saturday's games, you're getting two-way action on Texans-Bills right now. And same story with Patriots-Titans in terms of the ticket count, but the bigger bets have come on New England. And the $20 better is looking at the Tennessee side. Is that an appropriate uh, summary for Saturday's action? That's the way it's shaping up so far, yeah. But you know these things, the, the day of the game, and you've seen it with the bowl games, the, the action, the day of the game, really you see the market move a lot more. And like with the bowl games being up for two weeks, three weeks with these lines, um, you see it a lot more. So... I think it's pretty settled at five and a half with us again. And you might see it bounce back to five quickly, but I anticipated probably reaching six, at least here at the CG books. Just a quick scoring update in the potato bowl, a bowl that took a ton of Ohio money on game day. I mean, uh, I mean, the whole market went nuts with Ohio day. Nevada has taken a three nothing lead with an early field goal. There's still close to 10 minutes left in the first quarter let's talk about the two nfl playoff games for sunday and the first one features the biggest point spread of the weekend that would be the saints and the vikings uh, new orleans the only team that is laying more than a touchdown on the opening weekend of the nfl playoffs what kind of action are you seeing at cg for this one the saints to public side or they like the big dog vikings catching the points so far, we took a respected play on the Vikings at eight. The number kind of came a little high. We call it the teaser number, you know, because the teasers are the thing that the books are really going to have to worry about beating this weekend between, you know, Patriots, Saints, Patriots, Saints, and either side of the Seahawks-Eagles game and kind of either side of the Bills and Texans. Individually on the game, uh, man, the Saints – are getting about three to one on the ticket count. But again, that sharp limit play came in at eight. So we're at seven and a half and slightly needing the Saints right now, which is probably going to be completely flipped by game time. 
You see the parlays running are almost uh, four to one on the Saints, and even there's no fear in you know laying four dollars on the Saints on the money line here as well. Teddy, I'm going to bring you back into this game for just a second. We finished talking about Seattle and Philadelphia. You broke it down for us. And, Dave, I want to get your feedback because I love when I have these systems and I get feedback. Teddy gives me the thumbs up, yes, I like it, or no, I hate it. It doesn't make sense. In the playoffs, if you have a dog that won its turnover margin each of its last two regular season games, so – you're a, you're a mistake-free team or you force more turnovers since 2006 you're 30 and 10 75% against the spread which is the eagles the game we're talking about now with seattle wow that's a pretty solid number but i i might might give you the thumbs down a little bit just based on who they played as much as is it i mean 30 and 10 is a, that's a good sample size and that would lead you to, for sure, want to take the Eagles, which is definitely not the public side. The Seahawks are by far the public side. Tickets are already out to a four-to-one count in favor of the Seahawks. Um, the line is one and a half. We got to two pretty quick because we opened it one, and um, we took a, a limit play max wager on plus two to get us back to the one and a half. So. Sharp groups on both sides of this thing. The number is just, it, it's a hard game to handicap. And I think if you find something like that, you want to grab onto it. It makes a lot of sense. I can't pick a winner here this one, boys. I, I just, I'm going to watch it um, and see, you know, where it's going to end up. I don't think it gets much higher than two or two and a half. I would be really hard pressed to see it back to even pick, though. Um, I think we're settled in right around where it needs to be. And I'm kind of interested in the total because with these two teams, I don't know what to make of it, but they're betting this thing under. The only one of the four games where we're running way heavy more tickets on the under, which never really happens, especially in the playoffs. So I don't know what they're seeing, but surprisingly in this one, we need the over. 17 to 9 in the regular season meeting uh, between the two teams. And Philadelphia's defense has been pretty sharp home road dichotomy defense. They've played much better in Philadelphia than they have in hostile environments. So, of the four games this weekend, what would you say is the top public play and what would you say is the top pro play, the top uh, wise guy play? Top wise guy play got to be the Patriots, guys. It's just, it's one of those things that, you know, uh, until you beat the champ, you know, the champ rules. And it just feels like all the guys are laying, you know, they, they laid the early number. That we're at five and a half. We're starting to see some money line play. Like, you know, the Patriots aren't going to lose. So that's where they're at. The public play right now is the Seahawks. The, they got the most tickets on the side. Um, they got the most tickets on the parlays. There's just not much uh, backing or belief in the Eagles at all as far as sides go. And the total play so far is the under in that game. Surprisingly, I don't know, it's just it's the last game, and it's the tightest line. It's drawing the most action lopsided, surprisingly, on both side and total up to this point. Dave, Teddy and I gave out our Super Bowl predictions yesterday on the show. 
Why don't you give us who your champion from the AFC and champion of the NFC will be? I think the AFC is going to be very top-heavy. It's either the Ravens, the Chiefs, or the Patriots, in my opinion. And having to pick one of those, it's boring. It's it's chalky. But I can't see someone going into Baltimore and winning in January the way they're playing. So I would pick the Ravens to get there. The NFC is so tough. I think if the Seahawks can get out of Philly with a win, I don't want to be San Francisco in that spot and have them get there. If that happens, I think they'll somehow beat San Francisco and take away the one seed there. I don't believe in Green Bay at all. So in the NFC right now, if I had to pick a team, I'm picking the Saints despite having to win three games. I think they get to the Super Bowl. And maybe some justice from some bad calls in the past is served finally and they can get over that hump and get back to the Super Bowl. For what it's, well, for what it's worth, both Ralph and I had the Saints uh, as our choice come out of the NFC as well. So uh, hopefully great minds think alike. Let's talk quickly <laughs> about some of the bowl games for this weekend. But before we do that, I want to make sure you have ample time to give whatever plugs and promos you want to give. Because, heck, we're not paying you a dime to do this. So we appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much. <laughs> what is going on at CG Technology in the sportsbooks? Uh, it's a big weekend. The bowl games are wrapping up, but NFL playoffs start. So it's a huge weekend to get into the books. Um, sign up for accounts. we got in-play wagering on all the NFL games for the weekend. Um, there's just a lot of things happening. And post-New Year's is usually a slow weekend, but in the books, you can find a lot of things to bet on. Full slate of college basketball, it's all right there at the at your fingertips. Sign up for an account, make a deposit, and fire away. And what are the uh, CG books here in Las Vegas? Oh, we got the Cosmopolitan, the Venetian, the Palazzo, Palms, Silverton, Hard Rock, Tropicana. I've been to every one of those books, <laughs> and I can tell you they're not a bad place at all to hang out and watch a game. Let's talk real quick about the two bowls. Uh, there's one tomorrow, and there's one on Monday. Armed Forces Bowl, bowl Tulane and Southern Miss. Any action there? Minimal action, pretty much all Tulane up to this point. And the Alabama Bowl, Louisiana Lafayette, Miami O. Any action there? There is no action, and I'll be surprised if there is come Monday. <laughs> Great stuff. Dave Sheriffin from Thanks, Dave. CG Technology. Thank you so much for joining us. Ralph, you got something here? Nope, I just said bye. thanks, Dave. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Dave. Guys. When we come back, we're in the home shit. Talk pros versus jokes. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. We're here in the home stretch on a football Friday, and that means we got to talk a little pros versus Joes in NFL playoff action for this weekend. And we've had a chance to talk to a couple of different sportsbook directors uh, on the show this week and a couple of different sportsbook managers. Arthur DeCesar obviously joining us uh, on Monday uh, from the Caesars property, from the Lynx Sportsbook uh, yesterday. Uh, we were, and I love the Thursdays. I love Thursday. I, I love all three of the guys that we have joining us. Uh, but on a weekly basis. But yesterday, uh, from the Westgate Superbook, today from CG Technology, and the sources have made it pretty clear. This isn't a huge pros versus Joe's week, but the sharp money did come in on Buffalo from the opener. Okay, I call the Bills a pro play. We saw that total get bet up. Now we're going to get bet back down. I don't know if the over is in play uh, as a uh, as a sharp move, but it sure looked that way. The early week, there definitely was sharp money on this over, but now it's been bought back. And then, as we just heard from Dave Sharpin, sharp money's coming on New England. It's a split from what we often see in recent years. The Patriots appear to be the pro side in this one. And Ralph, you talked about it. New England is on sale at this point spread range, if they're any good. So Bills and the Patriots, two clear pro sides. When it comes to the Joes, the Seahawks. And there's been a lot of anti-Philly sentiment in the markets. Obviously, you're talking about a team missing their top three receivers, their Pro Bowl tight end, their left tackle, and on and on down the line, their top running backs. You can get, uh, the names that people are familiar with in Philadelphia in terms of skill position talent. They're not there. <laughs> so, and Russell Wilson, he's there every week. No surprise that the top Joe side is Seattle. And, of course, the under in that game 
two can be considered uh, a Joe type of play, as Dave Sheriffman was just telling us. Lots of folks putting Seattle under together in their parlays. Ralph, what do we got for the weekend? You looking to it, buddy? Teddy, you know, I'm going to just throw out my fun four-team parlay. I'm going to do an under, 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 under four-teamer for fun. Eight. Just because it's playoffs doesn't mean you have to get crazy and bet a lot. If you don't like action, pass or make a fun bet and just enjoy the games. Good luck this weekend. We'll be back on Monday right here on Wake Talk. Stay on the green.